This episode of the Badass Ladies Club is sponsored by Badass Retreats. It's time to make your healing a priority. Find out more at www.blcbadassretreats.com. Hello, badasses. Welcome to this week's episode of the Badass Ladies Club. My name is Jessica. I'm joined here with my best friend, Laurie. Hey, everybody. So um, thank you so much for joining us this week. We know that your time is valuable. Thank you for spending it with us. If you would take a moment and maybe rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, if they have that option. I haven't tried Spotify. I don't know if they have one on Spotify because I've actually looked for it before oh, to see yeah. if we have. I have two. I, I can't find it. But Apple is but like Apple where for it's sure. at, man. Yeah. yeah. So Apple Podcasts. If you are an Apple Podcast listener, if you could take a moment and rate and review us. We particularly like those five-star ones. So You could subscribe on YouTube and that's real good for us. Yes. Too, you know? Yes. Like, so all the things. All the things, guys. That would be so helpful to us. So let's get into today's topic. It's going to be a quick one. But it's so potent but and good. so potent and good. So today we're going to talk about redefining success and like what that means to you. Because I personally have like completely evolved my idea of what it means to be successful over the last 18 months, you know? Um, and I feel like that it's something since COVID anyway that lots of people have kind of shifted their idea of what is priority to you in your life experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we'll just get right down to it. Like my idea of success prior to COVID was really based on my career. Yeah. That I had um, this idea that I wanted to earn six figures you know, like, and that that looked like a successful person. I wanted to own a house. I wanted to make the six figures. I wanted to be able to go on vacation for a month whenever I felt like it. I wanted to have money to do all of the things and not worry or stress about, am I going to have enough to pay for fill in the blank? I wanted to just be able to do it. And if I could do those things, that meant that I was successful. What do you think your definition of success looked like, like pre-COVID? Was pre-COVID? Yeah. yeah. Um, six figures, period, end of story. Um, I have a child, so going on vacation for a month hasn't ever really been like... Yeah, everybody gets <laughs> to define that. Yeah. huge priority. Totally. I mean, don't get me wrong, sounds nice, but that wasn't really like a reality that I was looking for necessarily. Um, so yeah, pre-COVID, it looked like being a six-figure hairdresser, dollar signs, period, end of story. What I think is so interesting about both of those, though, that's the same. And like, I'll speak from my own experience here. It did not matter how hard I had to work, how hard I needed to be on myself, or what kind of struggle or 
like it didn't matter how I felt while I was doing the work. Right. I needed to do. If I was do. dying inside, right. it's fine as long as I get to the six Sleep figures. deprived, you know, like right. ugly crying at night before I went to bed, like physical health in shambles, relationships in a really rocky space. Like all of those things were okay means to an end. Like if it got me to the finish line that meant I was successful, then it was going to be worth it, you know? And that I did have this narrative of like, I'll never be able to work this hard again for the rest of my life. So I better do it now. Like I had a clock on it, you know, like I was running out of time and that I needed to punish myself now. And I was going to have this definition of success on the other end of it. Right. I'll just die now. Right. And live later. I'll be fine. You know, like, yeah. (laughs) Um, And so today, success looks a lot different to me. Today, I'm willing to exist in the uncertainty, or let me say this, I'm learning to exist in the uncertainty of like, where is it? Well, Badass Ladies Club wasn't a thing back then. So like, just Badass Ladies Club, like, what is this business going to turn out to be? What are we going to sell? What are we going to do? Like, how's it going to make money? And like, that that's really uncertain sometimes. And that by my old definition of success, that shit would not have been okay. Yeah. Under my current definition of success, that's okay. You know, like that it means that there's lots of ways that it could turn out and that I'm just along for the ride to figure out what that is. And even just like in personal business, like which clients are going to want to work with me next month? This is a big question mark, you know, like I don't know. And that that uncertainty um is something that I'm learning to work with and navigate and that it's not, my success is not dependent upon knowing these things. And used to my success was dependent on knowing how much money I was going to make every two weeks, knowing how much money I had saved to support my next vacation, knowing that I was able to buy and pay for X, Y, and Z. Where today I'm like, how many things do I get to do that are going to feel really awesome? And I don't have any work to do today. Like, I don't have anything actively on the books. Well, I guess that means I get to read for a couple of hours this morning. And that feels really awesome. And I guess that means that I get to go hang out with my friend this afternoon and, you know, like, see how they're, and that feels really awesome. Or maybe I'll go hang out with my dad for a few days and, you know, like swim in the pool. And because I can do that in the middle of the week and not worry about what I'm missing and that the old definition of success I had would have been super shaming. The fact that I didn't have anything to do for a week (laughs) would be terrified and fearful about what's going to happen if I didn't like that. It must mean something that I don't have anything to do today. And today I'm like, yeah, what it means is you get to go out and breathe in and out all day long and experience life and decide what do you want to do with this time that you have And that feels successful, you know, like that feels really nourishing and exciting that, you know, on Saturday when I didn't have anything to do, I stayed in my pajamas until 530 in the evening and I painted all day long, you know, and that feels And you turned out some beautiful shit. And I made some really awesome things, you know, and I made some really shitty things, but like whatever it was that that is a new definition of success that... I'm really, really loving is that my days aren't based on this 
dollars and cents productivity and the certainty, which has been so big to me is like right now I'm nothing certain, but I'm a lot happier and I feel a lot better. You know, the word that comes to me for my definition of success today is freedom. Oh yeah. And that for example, um, the week coming off of 4th of July, Mm -hmm. We were supposed to be somewhere on a particular trip that fell through. Sometimes that we things don't work out. It's postponed, okay. yeah. and that's okay. Um, it'll happen. Mm-hmm. But because that happened, I had this choice. Like, well, do I want to go ahead and take a vacation anyway, or do I want to fill up my time? You know, well, I decided to open my books for that Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. I believe it was. Um, and so my books were not as full as they usually are because usually I have like a year's worth of Mm pre-booking, you know, but because I opened it late, I, it was just a lot slower than usual. Um, so that means when I pay myself this week, it's going to be a lot less than a fully booked week would have been. Um, but... I was able to take Adelaide to Six Flags on a whim. First time ever. On a Wednesday in the middle of the week. First time ever with no lines. Granted, it was hellacious outside. But I almost had a moment where like I wanted to cry. Mm -hmm. Out of relief of, I remember the days where I was in the grind and the hustle. Mm-hmm. And I would look at people who were doing the things that like I did this past week that I was like, oh, it must be nice to be freaking rich and be able to do whatever the fuck you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and you know, that like I assume they had, I don't know, rich partners who like, you know, yeah. and that these are just women who get to stay at home all day with their kids. And yeah. like, I'm not that person. And that it doesn't matter to me because I have the freedom to spend time with my child when I used to not even think that it was not even a possibility, just like not even real. That going to Six Flags on a Wednesday sounds so silly, that, but it was like a dream come true. Yeah. It was, and I know, I know these times, you know, like, I even think that when you were in the grind and you were, yeah, like 45 to 50 hours a week behind the chair, active booking time, which turns into 60 hours a week at work, right? When you were in that space and if you had come to me and been like, oh my God, I'd just give anything if I could take my freaking kid to Six Flags or something, you know, like during the week when it's not a million people there or whatever. And I would have said, well, let's make it happen, you know? Like, let's find you a day off and we'll book you that day off and we'll do it. Like, And I would have been like, that's cute, Laurie. Well, (laughs) you would have pushed back on me, but if I'd put my foot down and been like, we're doing this, you know? It still would have taken us months to find find the time and to do it. And it would have been a whole thing. And you would have been working the 60-hour weeks. You would have had to put those clients somewhere else, you know, like, so your experience of having the day to take her to go and do that you would have been exhausted. You would have had to pay for it somewhere else. You know, like 
you wouldn't, it wouldn't have been, it's different, I guess is what I'm saying Mm -hmm. to a spontaneous, oh my God, I have the day and I have Adelaide. Let's go freaking Six Flags, you know, like that, that opportunity for you to make that decision casually with the rest that you had had because you'd had the day, you know, Mm -hmm. like before you had the holiday or whatever, like. I just love it so much because it means something different than pre-planning it, you know? And And I thought about it. And the scenario you just explained to me, I thought about. Yeah. That I call it our past life. That in our past (laughs) life, that if I would have come to you as my manager and I would have been like, Laurie, I just want a freaking day. Mm -hmm. That, yeah, that then I would have had to move people and that 60 hour work week would have turned into a 70 hour work week. Right. And then I would have had to fucking kill myself just to have another exhausting day with my kid that, and then I would have had to go to work the next day and been like, Oh my God, I might die, die." you know? And that this just felt free and good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I may not be making six figures yet, but you're damn close. I'll we'll see when I do my taxes. I'm ready. But um but that this just felt it hit different. Mm-hmm. And that I literally wanted to cry because I was like this is something in my past life and my past situation that I wouldn't even think was a reality. And that is what success looks like to me Yeah, is that I have this freedom. Um, and I, I'm not saying that, you know, everyone that works for a corporate situation that like, you can't have that. Um, it just, for me and the lifestyle I want to live, it just, it hits different now. Well, and I mean, there's lots of conversation out there about where 40-hour work week came from, you know, like, but there's... Thanks, Henry Ford. Yeah, (laughs) but that people who were meant to work 40 hours, if we're going to go back to Henry's time, are, you know, like, have full-time wives Yeah, that are maintaining the house and nourishing and taking care of the children and supporting the person who is working a flat 40, not... 55 or 60, you know, like, um, and that in those situations, those people who were working that 40 hour work week with the spouse who was handling all of the other things for them still left work and left work. Mm -hmm. They weren't working at home or answering emails and messages. Like, so this freedom concept that you're talking about, like, I feel like so much of the way that I used to work was a 24 seven cycle, right? So it wasn't like I was always 40 hours present at work. But I was working 24 hours a day on work. And that it's taken me, I'm still struggling with, you know, like the freedom aspect of, oh, I have so much time now that I can devote to what I want to do. But the mechanism inside of me is like, well, then I need to create another project. Right. Maybe Give me more to yeah, do. Perhaps we should have another retreat. Or maybe we need to come up with another online offering. Or we need to do, you know, like, and so it's not like I don't still have that thing in me that's like, produce, 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 go, make it more, make it more, make more work, make more, you know, like, and that the freedom part for me has been like 
stopping myself and being like, you know what? If there's nothing to do for a minute, gift from the universe. Right. And that Thank you. Universe. There's so much in the freedom of allowing things to come and being like, yeah, I want to do that. Or no, I don't want to do that because there's no freedom in me creating more work. And that that is that had nothing to do with me working a 40-hour work week. Like that was my 24/7 conditioning that I always had to have 25 irons in the fire. And I'm multi-passionate and I do lots of things at once and there's nothing wrong with that. And leaving that space for things to happen and come to me, there's a lot of freedom in that. And it's fascinating the things that come because I'll allow that space. Um, but I guess what I'm saying is that has nothing to do with a corporate structure. Mm-hmm. I'm doing that to myself, you know? And so I have to give myself well, the freedom, you know? For, like, yeah. And for the record, I have a lot of clients actually who work for a corporate structure yeah. who do have freedom yeah. and flexible schedules totally. that as long as the work gets done, that their bosses don't care if they clock in the 40 hours, yeah. you know? Perfect. Like that there are definitely corporate jobs that exist. Mm-hmm. In our situation where your corporate job um, we're like, you have to have an ass in your chair to mm-hmm. produce right. that. It's a different, it's a totally different situation. It's a different animal being in the service industry in general, you know, right. like it's not like you can work from home or right. that there's a lot of flexibility in how you cut hair. Do you have service. to be present? And right. <laughs> hair, you know, like, yeah. Um, but I also think that that's, what's so interesting about like the, um, the side hustle economy, which is kind of how, I started to like leverage myself out of the idea of working for someone else to working for myself. Right. Is that having a side hustle is totally acceptable in today's world, you know, like no matter what you do for a living and that the side hustle, if we're talking about like a definition of success was always like a passion project, you know, like I always wanted something and that for in the beginning, it was like, Let's do a charity hair show. Mm-hmm. Let's do it, you know? And so I was looking back at a charity hair show that I did when I was 23 years old, you know, where we raised $5,000 for Hairdressers Unlocking Hope, you know? And I think about that show, we had no idea what we were doing, you know? Mm-hmm. like, And that we, and that Vidal Sassoon, like, was total, he was alive at the time, you know, and was really supportive and, like, autographed all of the stuff for us to auction off at the show because Hairdressers Unlocking Hope was his organization where they went and built houses for Habitat for Humanity after Hurricane Katrina. And, like, we rented out this huge venue in Fort Worth and we crafted all these costumes and, like, had a runway show before I really even knew what a runway show was. (laughs) And that that was a passion project that took all of my effort on top of my job, right? But it kind of set me up for what it meant to have a side gig. And that when it was over, I kept finding new things to invest that extra energy that I had into it to where it just became normal for me to like have a job and have this other project on the side that I was working on. And when that side project became Badass Ladies Club, man, it changed everything because like that was just ours, Mm -hmm. you know, and that having something that's yours that you can nurture and then even stepping outside of me having a day job and being like, 
okay, so now I have a coaching business and now I have a business as an intuitive healer. And now I have this podcast and we're doing this retreats and we're doing, you know, like all these things that it's almost like one of those pinch me moments when we get opportunities. Like we found out today that we're in a magazine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like we forgot about that. We forgot. (laughs) And the the fact that our podcast is in a magazine and your awesome quote that is in there and everything like, or that we got this invitation to be represented at the Midwest Hairstyling Awards and that we get to participate in supporting artists and doing hair and makeup and do our own hands-on class. Like we get to have those opportunities in our own business. And that to me is a level of success that I never really truly thought I would have unless I was hitched onto someone else's wagon. Freedom. And that freedom (laughs) that we get to do those things hitched to our own fucking wagon. Like that is success. And that's what I mean by like, I didn't go out and you didn't go out and like, actively make that stuff happen. We allowed opportunities to come into the, you know, spectrum. You were called to work with Gino at the Midwest Hairstyling Awards, develop those relationships in 2021, and then it brought in these new opportunities in 2022. And that it's so much easier on a success level, I feel like, to allow things instead of making things happen um and that that feels really successful to me in a really easy flowy way as opposed Mm -hmm. to like that hardcore let's go out and get them and I'm gonna make six figures I'm gonna do this thing you know like um so yeah like success feels easy now yeah um and don't get me wrong like I am a Capricorn I like money I know this okay like so I'm not saying that like finances aren't a priority because it's pretty ingrained to me to be ambitious and to have like financial goals. Um, But it's like, whether I make the six figures or not in my business with badass beauty, it really doesn't matter because, and y'all, my daughter doesn't know this yet, but we're going to Disney. Another thing amazing that I had no idea was an actual thing that I could do because in our past life, I mean, you know what's so funny about it, Laurie, is that you and I had like these goals, these Mm -hmm. financial goals that were not happening. Right. You know, and... Um, I'm not saying that they couldn't have happened. Maybe. Maybe. But um, that we stayed in our cycle for so long to meet these financial goals. And we were still living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Miserable. Yeah. Um, That I don't. I don't know if I'm making the six figures or not. I'm just allowing it to happen. And I get to take my kid to Disney anyway. And you get to go to Six Flags on a Wednesday yes, on a whim. and I get to go to Six Flags on a Wednesday. And you get to have naps when you need them. And you get to control your own schedule and decide what that looks like. Like, there's so many things about it that are different. But I guess, and I'm with you. Like, we've always said it's so funny. Like, <laughs> if you're going to pay me, 
I'll do it. You know, like that used to be my mentality. Like just pay me and I'll do whatever you want me to do. You know, that is so opposite of my value around success. Cause like you, I like money. Like there's nothing wrong with having the money and want, and I have big goals for the lifestyle that I like to live. But I guess what I'm saying is like, if I have a bad week, month, year, whatever, okay, I'm not measuring whether or not I was successful strictly on the metrics and the dollars. Yeah. Or the number of clients that I have or the like and before so much of like I was successful or I wasn't was based on that where I was like end of year. One year I'd make fifty eight thousand dollars and I was like, go me. And then the next year I'd make sixty two thousand dollars and I'd be like super awesome. And then the next year I'd make sixty four thousand dollars, you know, like in that I could see a progression and felt like that meant I was being more and more successful. Where today, I have no care. Don't give a shit. I don't know how many dollars I've made. Like, <laughs> right. it doesn't know. matter. Right. What matters is how do I feel from day to day while I was doing it? And what I was thinking about the other day, I get real introspective around my birthday, I guess, <laughs> was that I used to be super broke when I was in my 20s and living in an apartment that cost $400 a month, you know, and like making $7.75 an hour um, because that was a real thing, right? And so when I made $7.75 an hour and every penny I had went to cover my expenses and then I would have $42 left to feed myself until (laughs) the next paycheck, right? Yeah. I was so happy. Yeah. I was so happy. Like, I didn't care that I didn't have any money. I had my own place. Yeah. I didn't have to do what anybody else told me to do. I had friends. I had, and if I had days where I was eating ramen noodles till I, and I had no gas in my car, like it was still okay. And like, where did I lose that idea that I needed all of these other things to like make me happy or like validate that I was doing enough? Like it was enough when I made less than $8 an hour. Yeah. It's enough today. Yeah. You know, and that no matter what my stress is about like finances or clients or any of those things, like nobody's coming to get me right now. You know, like currently right now, everything's fucking great, you know, and that that is such a beautiful, like full circle success situation, you know, Um, you know, and I'm about to. I have to go to the bank today to pay myself mm -hmm. for this slow week that I just had. And, you know, when I looked at my total for the week. It's the lowest week I've had since opening. Right. Um, That I was like, but um, that even then I'm like, okay, Jessica, this is one fucking week out of six months that you've been open. It came with the freedom to take your kid to Six Flags, which has no price value. Well, I mean, Six Flags is expensive. But what I mean is the experience was invaluable that I had to take a step back and say to myself, remember the time when you wanted what you have right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that I was like, yeah, okay, I'm good. I can handle a slow fucking week. It's not going to kill me. It's fine. And it's not even really a slow week. It's a week that you chose to do something different with your time than earn dollars. Yeah. 
and that what you chose to do instead of earn dollars is invaluable. Mm-hmm. So it's really just a week like any other. Right. <laughs> you just decided to use your magic in a different direction than earning dollars. And that's what I'm talking about. Like that the payback that I got for spending this, the whole day Saturday painting is way more important to me than if somebody had hired me out you to do a $3,000 speaking engagement on that right. Saturday. Like I wouldn't trade it. Yeah. Okay. Like I just chose to do something else with my magic that day. Yeah. And it didn't produce dollars, but it produced something else that's really valuable to me. And that is like a different version of success that I'm so grateful that we both have, you know, Mm -hmm. like the opportunity to feel into that and experience that and know that. And that doesn't mean that like having a day job and working in a 40 or 60 hour work week structure can't give you that success as well. You know, like if that's what you're going for, because there was a season of our lives where that's what we were doing, you know, but in this season now, it's so yummy and good to be able to look at it differently, you know, and express that. So yay. Yay. Go us. Go us. (laughs) I'm really proud of us. I'm proud of us too. Like, (laughs) um, and it's, it's so exciting, I guess, to see how all of those things, like it all adds up and that, if you're looking at the grand scheme of, you know, like our careers anyway in the beauty business, like Badass Ladies Club isn't even two years old, you know? But it's already, like when I was looking back over the last year anyway, I thought, and I think it was, of course it was Eva that like pushed all of this to the forefront. I was having a day, I was like sad about something. I don't remember what it was. And she was like, would you just like look at all of the things that you have done over the last year? Like, I can't even believe. And so she started like rattling off, you know, like you did this and you went here and you took a month off work and lived at the beach and you did that. You know, like, can you believe that you did all of those things? And my immediate reaction was, well, yeah, but like this could have been better because of that. And that that you were talking, like I immediately started to devalue and pick apart the things until she stopped me. And I was like, Whoa, you're right. Like, what am I even doing? You know, like why you did live at the beach for a month. I did like, and like I said earlier, that used to be like the ultimate goal of success. Yes. And so it's so interesting how that shadow part of me like rises up where like she was literally enough. It's not. Yeah. Holding in front of me, this mirror of like, look at what you did that used to be successful to you. And you did it. And I was like, yeah, 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 but no, like that, you know, and that it's so fascinating to step back and look at it and be like, damn, like my 43rd year was super, super big, you know, like big shit happened. Um, And to be able to celebrate that and not pick it apart and not look at all the things that like weren't enough because so much of it was way more than enough. Um, Speaking of freedom. Tell me. We have a lunch date with our friend Mandy at one o'clock. Yes. At Yucatan Taco Stand. Okay. I'm in. <laughs> I love living this free life, casually recording podcasts on a Tuesday afternoon and then going yes. to eat tacos with our friends. Um, <laughs> you guys, allow yourself the freedom to redefine what success looks like for you because it just feels so freaking amazing. We love you all. We appreciate the good work that you're doing in the world. We'll talk to you next week.